0: Everyone and welcome to another episode of Zing. This you got me, Zinger, and you got
1: me, Berg.
0: You, Berg. You, yes. So this is a topic that we have vaguely, vaguely kind of discussed and or talked about in the past. And I decided, well, we decided actually, that we should do an episode discussing what went wrong with the wii u and that is a weird sentence to say and a very much a tongue twister but um so i i get i mean this is this, this is gonna be a very eric heavy episode with me asking questions and putting in my input so if you are a fan of eric heavy episodes well we've got a treat for you
1: oh boy you got to hear you to hear me it's gonna be so much fun
0: so i i'm sure eric will go into this but the thing i want to say is this while we do enjoy nintendo and Nintendo did, I think it is universally agreed, make a slight error with the Wii U.
1: Slight is putting it, that's being very nice.
0: So, I mean, I, I will say this, I do not, I never owned a Wii U. Um, I only have an interest in owning the Wii U to play games that were just remade on the Wii U. Right. So, it's one of those things where if they put those on the Switch, I'd just rather play them on the Switch. But we'll get to that. Uh, Before we get into this, though, I do want to talk about one remake rumor that is going around and get your opinion, because who knows, by the time this comes out, this might be a confirmed thing. Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, on the Switch, go.
1: Yeah, so here's the thing, and I hate, as soon as I saw this, I was like, I have not heard this rumor. All it is, is the trademark was renewed. This happens all the time. Nintendo, not just Nintendo, companies renew their their trademarks to to continue having the, the rights to it. That's all this is. It does not mean anything. There are so many, t- and this is just one of the ways. I feel like once a month they have to renew a trademark, and everyone always gets the, like freaks out, goes, "Oh my god, such and such is coming to the Wii U, or I mean, to the uh, to the Switch." No, they're renewing the trademark. I saw, that I've seen a million people sharing this thing, and that's all it is. I don't think this confirms anything. Would I love to be wrong? Absolutely, one hundred and ten percent that said this is trademark renewal nothing more
0: so what you're saying is thanks to this uh renewal um half-life 3 confirmed
1: half-life 3 confirmed good switch exclusive um with labo vr support
0: oh i i can't wait to to be very frustrated with cardboard (laughs) um Alright, so I, I just wanted to get that out of the way, because I kept seeing that everywhere, and I'm like, this could be debunked, this could be confirmed, this could be anything in between the time we're recording and the time that this episode will come out.
1: And another another way, actually, no, I scratched that. I was getting ready to make fun of, you, you can edit this part I was going to make fun of comicbook.com, because I saw, I saw them sharing it a lot, I don't trust a damn thing they say, so if you don't want to speak ill of anything, you can just cut the part out. So.
0: Oh, no, 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 it, it's it's fine, I want to speak ill of, a, we, we got this covered, because they were like... Talking about,
1: hey, yeah, so some- that's another one I saw, yeah. <laughs> it was comic book, you're right, it was comicbook.com and we've got this covered. They, both of them were sharing it and as soon as I saw those as the two ones I go, yeah, I don't trust a damn thing, so <laughs> lot- they take the tiniest little thing and like the way comicbook.com did it was, the headline was, fans are speculating that Ocarina of Time might be coming to switch soon and it was like, okay, so now you're going to put this on fans because fans are taking copyright renewal." as confirmation of something coming to the switch which they do once a month at least Mm -hmm. um i mean pilot wings recently got its uh um its trademark renewed and the last pilot wing games the last pilot wings game was 2011 so uh yeah i don't think that's coming anytime soon
0: so well we'll see that that's the problem everyone wants to be the first to break a story and first to be out there so that's the huge problem we live in right now is that's that that's the thing it's who knows when one of these things that just randomly floats out there is going to be a true statement?
1: Exactly. So. And then when it is right, when it, when it's wrong, they can either quietly delete the story or just let it kind of just let sleeping dogs lie. Or you're right. If, if it's right, they're like, ah, 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 see, you heard it here first. Dots it dots it. we got dots in here. <laughs> All right. So
0: the so as we said, the discussion today will be on. The Wii U, and and you know what? This this might be something that might happen again with us maybe discussing like what happened with Sega, or I'm sure there's plenty of games we can go with what went wrong, because in any long running game game franchise has had a misstep or two that kind of makes you scratch your head. I think of like Mortal Kombat, Call of I I I think you just list any game series and and um. That, that could filter in there. But if we do a Mass Effect one, I'm pretty sure it would just be me and Ellie yelling about how it's the perfect game series and nothing went <laughs> wrong. You're the you're the problem, dear listener, not not the game. But anyways, on that note, let's move on to discuss what happened. What What's the Wii U? What happened with it? And why is it something that a lot of gamers didn't get on board with? And the people that did, I, I don't know. I don't think they regretted it, but they were just kind of like, what is this? Right. Actually, I, I got a fun thing for you real quick. Do you know what its project name was? Project Cafe. Oh, man. And I got a list of stuff here. And he got it right, folks.
1: <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Eric. Take
0: take it away from here.
1: Yeah. No, I remember when it was Project Cafe. I remember when, when people were talking about. Well, and people were trying to guess what it was because the code name for um, the, the the Wii was the revolution. Hmm. And so people were Game like, Revolution, was Dolphin? Project Dolphin, yep. And then N64 was Project Reality. Yep. Um, and I feel like I've heard one for the SNES before, but I can't remember what it was. But then again, it was kind of, I feel like it wasn't as big of a, a thing yeah. back then. Uh, so anyway, um, so it was, yeah, Project Cafe. And I remember everyone was, everyone was really excited because it was coming hot off the heels of the Wii, which was massively successful everyone
0: Um, owned a Wii
1: everyone and and that was the first generation that Nintendo was really like we're gonna not try to compete with Sony and Microsoft we're gonna try and do our own branch of evolution of gaming our own way we're Mm -hmm. not going to compete with raw horsepower and it it worked And and on top of that they weren't reaching for core gamers sure they had games for core gamers you had your zeldas and your marios and stuff but they were really going for the casual gamer with wii sports uh those kind of things i mean my parents had a wii um a lot of my people's parents yeah. grandparents nursing homes yeah. had them
0: my uh i i actually gave my mom my wii system because she was bugging me about buying one and i had mine just like i i, I played the games i wanted it was just kind of sitting around so i was like hey you just want mine and gave it to her. And about two months later, she wasn't really messing with it anymore. But it was one of those things. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna be nice because I feel like this is a, this is a phase she's going through. And I'm, it's weird to say that about parents, but it was disturbingly true.
1: Sure, sure, sure. Um, so yeah. So in 2012, uh, it was officially unveiled. The Wii U was, and people, I mean, right out the gate, it was just the most. Com- Using Reveal because it was Project Cafe was officially revealed as Wii U. Now, as someone who's paying attention, you're like, oh, okay, this is the next evolution, this is the next system. But for the casual player, which is a big part of the Wii's install base, they think this is an accessory because the Wii was known for releasing lots of accessories. Mm. And the way they even showed it off, they were showing off like a HD, what looked to be an HD. Um, Oh, shoot, what's it called? Wii Sports. And there's someone playing golf using a Wii remote, and the controller, which is a little tablet that has a screen, is being used. Uh, They're looking down at it and golfing off of it, and you see the golf ball on the green and in the sand and stuff like that. And it's like, that was like their big trailer reveal, and it was super confusing because they didn't even show what the Wii U looked like. It was just this controller and people playing games and It was super confusing right off the bat. Then they started showing some things like there was a Zelda concept where uh Link is fighting a giant spider, which looked gorgeous. Um Yeah, so it was it was a very confusing launch, and when you started looking at it and started getting the specs out, it was on par, maybe depending on what specs you were looking at. Like I think it was a it was more powerful than the 360. Mm-hmm. When it came to that compared to the PS3, I think there were some things that were more powerful, but some things that weren't more powerful.
0: But this was supposed um, to also compete, quote-unquote, with the Xbox One and PS4. So it'd be yes. as powerful as the 360 is kind of like a... Uh, what now?
1: Yeah, it came at a very weird time because it came out in 2012. So this was a full year before the, the uh, PS4 and the 360... Or and the One came out. But... Um, it was also, so it was like kind of competing with those, but it was also competing with the 360 and the PS3, so that made it even more confusing. And then when it actually did launch in November of 2012, it didn't really have that spectacular. It's big, it's two big launch games, two big launch exclusives were New Super Mario Bros. U and Nintendo Land. And it was very confusing because people were just kind of like, oh, is this. Just a really expensive accessory for the Wii because, what is it, a new Super Mario Brothers game, which there was one on the Wii, and, and Nintendo Land, which is a party game compilation. A very good one, I should add, but still something that the Wii had way more of than it needed to. It had, and most of them were were shovelware, but it had all these things, so it, it launched, and just it was going up against... Holiday sales, the final that final holiday push for the PS3 and the Xbox 360 mm-hmm. to try and move systems and get them out. It just came at a really, really weird time.
0: I think I think that's going to keep on coming up in this discussion. Is this thing came at a weird time, or it's just yes. a very weird? Yes, a lot of weird stuff with it too. Um, I I do remember this this launching uh, at the time I was working for Best Buy and uh this launch compared to the xbox one and ps4 i remember these were hard to find initially but then they started to become very very quickly just available right, so just, I you remember, could just walk in and see them stacked up everywhere
1: I, right I, so 2012 was a weird year of my life just in general and it was the, the apocalypse
0: was looming
1: in the per, right in the past 30 years uh, since I got my I got my NES in 1990, so 30 years ago, uh, it was probably the year I played the least amount of video games. Like I really thought I was done with gaming. Just, oh, it was just cause, interesting. because there was so. So, there was, and I think I I talked I brought you you, it on, you
0: have just, and it's and it's cool to get get just, like a bigger story on that now.
1: Yeah, no, it was just a lot of a lot of things were going on in my life, and it was just gaming didn't really have anything for me. The 3DS, which I had. Because uh, I got a 3DS at launch, it still had not hit its stride. That because 2013 was the year that 3DS really hit its stride, and that's what actually got me back in the gaming with so many awesome games launching for it. But 3DS didn't really have me. We didn't have me. I had no interest in buying a Wii U. I didn't have the money to buy a Wii U. It was just one of those things where just and nothing on on Xbox or PlayStation really interested me. I was just like, is this the end of me being a gamer? Like I I don't. I don't like this, but if that's it, so be it. I mean, we all know the story from there and it was definitely not the case. But what and happened? Probably, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it was like the first time in generations, since probably the NES that I didn't get a Nintendo system within a year of launch. Like I got my like the Super NES I got a year after. It was the Christmas at it was the second Christmas it was out, but all the other systems I'd either bought or gotten for Christmas or something. Either on launch or within that launch window. And I just had no desire whatsoever to um, to pick it up. It, there was just nothing that interested me. So it came out in 2012. I didn't get it until February of 2015. That was, it was two and a half years, basically, or two and, and a quarter years uh, between when it launched. Because that was when, in, in the beginning of 2015, that was kind of when it had started to pick up its quote-unquote stride a little bit um smash had just come out mario kart was out super mario 3d world was out we were getting ready for splatoon and super mario maker so it, it took a while for even me a really big nintendo fan to even want to think about getting
0: it. oh also the best-selling game according to um wikipedia was mario kart 8 Yes, it yeah, does not surprise me.
1: No, I mean it's it, it was the best selling. It's been basically the best selling game on two systems now because it's still I think the best selling thing on Switch as of this recording.
0: I will actually and look it, into that. Why we continue to discuss in its deluxe form.
1: Uh, so yeah, it, it came out and that was the uh, thing. yes it you was, are <laughs> correct. Right? I thought it was, I was as of um,
0: March thirty first of twenty twenty. It is the um, top selling. Uh, game for the
1: for the switch as well and apparently uh I think August 6th which two three four five which would be the day this, this recording comes out I guess that's when they're supposed to have financials Nintendo is so there might be some increased numbers animal crossing might be giving it a run for its money but I don't know but as of right now yes new super Mario brother or, or, uh mario Kart age Deluxe is the best selling thing on switch anyway uh where was I going with this oh yeah so anyway I picked it up and I was excited to get the Wii U finally because I I was like, I had some money. I, re- I remember it was Valentine's Day 2015, and my tax refund came in. And I told myself, <laughs> I was like, I had finished paying off my car. I just finished paying off my car. I had that spare money. I didn't have any crazy like credit card debt or anything like that. I was like, I'm getting a Wii U. And that was right when Club Nintendo was closing down, too. And when Club Nintendo stopped, if you had all these points... You could exchange them for like full-on retail games. So on day one, I got, I got the Wii U, and I had tons of games for it. Just because Club Nintendo closing down, it was it was actually really great. But it was and it was a lot of fun. Like got me really back into console gaming. I remember having friends come over, and we were playing Mario Kart and Smash. And I actually got a bunch of friends um, interested in Nintendo again. My friend Stu. You've you, you, yeah. you kind of known a roundabout way. He had not had a Nintendo system, I think, since the N64. And one Saturday, I had a bunch of people over. We played Mario Kart and Smash, and he fell in love. And then I think it was a week later, he came over again and we were playing. And he, he, he went home, got all of his 360 games and his 360, went to GameStop and traded them all in to get a Wii U and like 10 games. Um, so like I single handedly, I'm like Nintendo. He, every time Stu and I talk, I, he's like, he's like Nintendo really owes you some commission because yeah. of how much I've spent with them. And I'm like, yeah, Nintendo, come on, Nintendo. If someone's listening. I, I'm, I'm expecting my my commission check from what Stu has spent on you all because he's he's <laughs> spent a lot. And and so it was just it, it was never marketed well. It came out at a weird time. I almost feel like it's it reminds me of and a lot of people have said this when it was out and in hindsight, it kind of reminds me of the launch of the Dreamcast a little bit. Yes.
0: It's yes, very it does. Much,
1: because a lot of... I, I always hear uh, competing things. People have considered the Dreamcast the end of the PlayStation in 64 Saturn era, but they've also considered it the first of the PS2 yeah. GameCube, etc. Xbox era. And it does that thing because it was way more powerful than those preceding ones, but it was not near power as powerful as the other things. But in hindsight, there's a lot of fondness over it.
0: Which, I agree. I mean, I'm not someone that owned it, but knowing the history, knowing a lot of the stuff with it, uh, I agree that that system was ahead of its time on multiple, multiple levels. Yeah, and that it, it just kind of came out before its time, and also I think a lot of it had to do with. If I remember correctly, there was a lot of piracy issues too, to where like you could you could just copy a game.
1: Yes, you, on, yeah. you could easily go online and use a CDR to just not only download and burn games, but you could also just straight up burn them. Like I, in college, when I went to college, it was I, it was pretty much the the Dreamcast was dead at that point. But I remember a friend of mine had one, and he burned the entire NES library onto a CD. And, had a pl- and it had a player on there, so we just pop in a Dreamcast. Had the entire NES library, and we had one in our apartment in our bathroom, and mm-hmm. people would go in the bathroom and play you know, Dreamcast. <laughs> and they'd be playing Mario 3, we'd be like, where'd so-and-so go? And they'd hear uh, <laughs> coming from the Dreamcast bathroom, or the bathroom Dreamcast. Nice. Uh, so it was very similar to that, where the Wii U is kind of in that same, it was, it's, It was definitely kind of, in certain ways, ahead of the two previous consoles, but it wasn't powerful enough for the coming consoles. And so it was stuck in this weird sort of in-between thing. And the thing it did have going for it was it had the Nintendo franchises that, that you can't get anywhere else. You can't get them on other consoles. You can't get them on PC. You can only get them on Nintendo systems. And the thing is, though, those games were good the Wii U had some fantastic freaking games on it. You had a virtual console on it, which they had expanded, so you had access to NES, Super NES, N64, DS, and Game Boy Advance games. Um, actually, if you own a Wii U and a 3DS, you have access to the entire Legend of Zelda library in some form, whether it's an HD remake uh, or a yeah, wow, virtual that console. Is- the only thing you can't get now is Cadence of Hyrule, which is the rhythm game spinoff that came out last year for the Switch. So, but you have access to the entire, le- and you can't get the Legend of Zelda or the um, Link's Awakening HD remake. But you still can get Link's Awakening on 3DS. So that's between, amazing. A, I didn't yeah, like, like you added, said
0: that. and I'm like, no, you're
1: you're right. You have access to every, or you can play. I, well, yeah, I guess you can because uh twilight princess had the hd remake so did wind waker mm-hmm. and you can get a virtual console in 64 and prior games and then uh breath of the wild came out as a dual release for the wii u and switch so you have access in and you again people there are people who loathe having access to nintendo's legacy content through an online subscription whereas on the Wii U, you could buy most of the games. You could actually mm-hmm. buy them and download them and have them and through the virtual console. And people miss that. And currently you cannot get N64 games on the Switch. You can't play GameCube games. You can't play Wii games or Wii U games unless it's been a port or one of the HD remakes port or mm-hmm. whatever. So that is something it had. It had access to this legacy content that a lot of people are are cut off from right
0: now, and and wanting I I want access yeah. to actually here here's the funny thing I was I was waiting for you to say something so I was like ah oh, you you've activated my Trump card but you kept <laughs> going so I was like I'll wait and it was the um the oh it you know it, it it had so many games for the um like like first party things but it's like there wasn't an original Zelda for it technically
1: there you're right it it was one of those games where or yeah the it was one of those series that it was supposed to be its big system seller and it kept getting delayed and then it was like oh well hell let's just make it a launch title for the switch and but that was the thing too that was that's one of those amazing things is when it won game of the year at the game awards people were like wow look at this game of the year is a wii u game for all (laughs) intents and (laughs) purposes and everyone was like yeah i didn't think about it that way but you're right
0: um the oh let's think okay mario wise they had the new the new super mario brother ones yes and um but they didn't Super have a three 3- D world. Oh wait, yeah, yeah Super they Mario did. 3D World. I was about to say they didn't have a 3D one because I was like,
1: but people argue it's not a 3D one, but it, it's a 3D it, one. It, just it, because it's not open world sandbox like Odyssey or 64. It it is, and it's honestly, I like 3D World better than Odyssey.
0: Ooh, bold statement. Um, I need to play Odyssey. Uh, on, on that note, another thing of, I mean, yes, they they did have a Mario Kart, but the Mario Kart also has been ported over. Yes. And that doesn't retroactively make that one bad. It's just it's still popular on another mm-hmm. system too, right? Um another example. Now, I I will give up uh, near the end of this, I do have a to give them some credit moments later. But oh, we'll, sure. We'll, we'll, I'm sure you'll touch on it or I'll get to it because even though I didn't own one, I see where stuff came from. Um Smash Brothers for the Wii U, I don't think that's even vaguely in the popularity of Smash Brothers
1: like it's hierarchy. Very, I, I don't I don't know. You're you're better was, at this. I just wanted to say a oh statement. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no smash smash four, because it came out on three DS and Wii U was such a weird thing. I I liked it, but it's one of those things where in retrospect it's sort of like it didn't have the stuff that made it stand out like brawl as much hate as that game gets, it didn't have something like Subspace Emissary. Mm-hmm. But at the same time you have Smash Ultimate, which basically gets the speed perfect brings back everything like the characters and stuff but then as in all the cut characters continuing dlc plus a bigger install base so it is kind of a thing where it's like i see the fun in going back to the first three smash games but then even with smash the only thing really with smash 4 i would go back for that i would kind of consciously go, like, oh i want to go back to that is smash run which was part of the 3ds smash it wasn't even in the wii u smash so it's sort of like yeah if i had to pick one or the other to play I'd rather play smash ultimate apparently there are people who still prefer smash for wii u I've heard there is still a community who is online playing it but I seeing as I have my parents have my wii u right now because their wii finally died I haven't turned my I haven't turned it on in
0: I I know our (laughs) local game store a while back when I was playing magic one time they had a um smash brothers tournament and they were using the wii u this was prior to ultimate coming out though so
1: yeah I, I remember they they used to have those they would they would alternate between melee and smash 4 and then i was like oh when smash ultimate comes out that would be fun to get back into it and then i feel like they stopped doing smash tournaments altogether when the most popular entry came out well so. it, i it was <laughs> also around
0: the time they were moving locations too and then once That's they got got, yeah. got established it's um it, we, we we live in these quarantine times as 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 riku would yes. say um so, so, I, no, I just wanted to point those out, because I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking of different, uh, no Metroid, to the best of my knowledge, at all. No, no, mesh, all. no,
1: no, no Metroid.
0: I know there's a Star Fox game, but it's not, yes. like, the
1: traditional Star, Fox, Star Fox. Yeah, it's, well, it is and it's not. It was, it was once again a retelling of, like, the Star Fox origin story, which it's, like, how many times, that's. Really like the third time that's happened before. Things Star things Fox. that
0: need to be refreshed constantly. Batman's origin, Star Fox's origins, oh, right. and exactly. Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. And it was one of those things where so I owned Star Fox Zero, and they the force the the mm-hmm. being forced to use the controller the way that you did was its biggest detriment. If you could have just flown the damn r-wing like you've done a million times in other Star Fox games. It would have been fantastic, but you had to use the. It was like you were controlling the ship on your TV screen, but you had to use the screen on the controller as your cockpit view, and it was just the weirdest. It was very weird. I just I didn't control. It didn't feel good. Once I I was like, oh, it's one of those things I'll get used to, and I like, never could, never could get used to it. If they were to re-release that on Switch with a just standard damn Star Fox control scheme, I would be a oh, thousand percent i would buy it again to give it a try because it had great production values the vo- they got the original voice actors back um from 64 they had they, it looked great it had great music uh it was just i couldn't get into it because it was a terrible game to control
0: uh donkey kong was there a donkey kong well i mean donkey kong idea.
1: tropical uh,
0: tropical freeze which, dude, which that... has been
1: been has been released on on switch
0: I feel like that that is another thing that we will be saying constantly. A weird one, though, and this this is something weird that I would like to point out, is Bayonetta 2 was an exclusive to Switch, or I mean to Wii U originally, which if you gave me a list of games from that time period and you said, which of these will become a Wii U exclusive, (laughs) I would have (laughs) never said Bayonetta, ever. I still think I would not have said Bayonetta, even though... I have seen it, and we own it for the Switch. And I, I don't. I. It's just one of those games. It's like it was so weird. So
1: like was, they, they did a, a lot of weird, weird
0: moves. Game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And, absolutely, and yeah. this is something else that Nintendo has always seemed to struggle with. They uh, lost a lot of third-party support with the Wii U yes, as well. Yes,
1: they. Well, I mean, they didn't have much to begin with because they. I mean, really, the N sixty four kind of started that trend of them losing third-party support to mm. primarily Sony. But then they got some back during the GameCube era. They lost a lot during the Wii era because of it not being as powerful. Or if they did have it, a lot of times it was companies throwing out really crappy...
0: It was gimmicky versions. Like, spin-off
1: game, right? Or, like, gimmicky sort of, like, spin-off versions or something like that. Not, like, a mainline thing. Then the Wii U, they talked about getting some back. But, like, there was never a major... Square Enix release in the West. I think Dragon Quest X, which is the online one, came out on Wii U, if I'm not mistaken. But that never came here. But otherwise, there was no major Square Enix, which is which we is well documented. The whole they're falling out and they're coming back together now with on the Switch. They're like Best Buzz and there's all sorts of stuff. Square Enix coming out and yeah, it was just it was very weird. They lost a lot of a lot of support. And so they... But Nintendo, I think, is almost in this habit now of, like, we need to rely on us. But, of course, the Switch is such a different thing because then aiming for the more core gamer, scaling being a thing, and us getting crazy ports that shouldn't exist on the Switch existing on the Switch, and a rekindling of a lot of these uh, third-party relationships. And
0: also, I mean, I, like, like I said, I... I had no interest in the Wii U, like I I played the Wii, I loved it, and, but I got like to the point where I was like when it, during like its lifespan, I gave it away to my mom as I said for a while, and it's now back because she's like I'm not doing anything with it, and <laughs> so so it, so it did return to me and everything. But I mean, I, I have no the like I said the only interest I have in the Wii U is to play the the um the the the, the two remakes of Legend of Zelda. Like that is the only interest I have in it, yeah. and, and and it's like that's. I mean, I'm I'm waiting for them to hopefully maybe port those or do some like Legend of Zelda port thing. But I, as we stated earlier, who I'm knows if and when that's that's going to happen?
1: I am truly shocked. I am truly shocked. Three and a half years into the Switch's lifespan, we have not gotten those HD ports because especially now i actually saw someone online and I, I know it takes time and it takes money and maybe they do have plans for it but people were like talking about how nintendo's had a re- had a really slow year very few releases and obviously the state of the world has had a lot to do with it mm-hmm. but people were like i'm surprised nintendo in these slow times has not had someone remotely even if it's just a digital release being like hey digitally only you can now play our.'" Ocar- um uh i buy that i buy that in a second princess hd digital absolutely i would buy both of them because i've played through both of those games actually i played through i played through twilight princess on wii and i played through i never played hd wind waker i only played the gamecube version but i would play through both of those again to play them in hd because the ports are really good of them especially Mm. uh wind waker wind waker looks even more beautiful uh and so i would totally totally play through both of those again if they were only digitally available i would totally get them
0: Same and it's Christ they have not made
1: them available it is I'm shocking really
0: shocked. Um, another thing i just want to point out with with the with with the wii u and the stuff that came out and this is me starting to to slowly turn the page and be like here's some positive things you mentioned splatoon splatoon is a game that i know is very popular in the nintendo community with a lot of people yeah. i I understand. I've, I've never gotten into it myself, but I want to. But it's one of those games that never goes on sale, always stays at $60 price range. And yeah. I don't know if I commit to it enough to play it. Because it's sure. one of those things where shooters, for me, I, I can get burnt out on them real quick. So, sure. And, and yes, sure. for all intents and purposes, it's a shooter. So
1: Yes, it is. It is very much a shooter. Now, here's the thing. There are two games, So split, both Splatoon and Mario Maker, Oh, yeah, had, right. their origin, had their origins on the Wii U, and they both had sequels come to Switch. And I gotta say, there are aspects. They definitely improved in certain areas, but I actually prefer the actual playing of both of those games on the Wii U because the controller was perfect for both of those things. So on, on Splatoon, so much, it's not just your standard, like. Go go blast the thing! A lot of it because the ink has to do with covering turf and seeing where enemy positions are and where you need to cover with ink and stuff like that. It was always that map was always up on your controller, and it was so easy to go down. Like there, there are certain weapons that involve actually using the location, and it was easy to like if you were like in the middle of shooting, you could easily go, oh, I want to launch this kind of ink nuke, you know, halfway Mm -hmm. across that. You could tap exactly where you wanted to go. That weapon's no longer even available in the in splatoon 2 because it would just it would be really weird to use because even then some of the things that you could ease, like if you wanted to hop like the english can sort of like do this sort of like jet spray hop across the map it used to be you could you could hit a button and then you just tap where you wanted to go and your character would go there super simple simple now you have to go into this map where you have to use like the gyro controls to like move around and it's you get used to it but it's not as intuitive and then Mario Maker, that is the game I put probably... I had to have hit a thousand hours in that game. I, for nine months, that was like the only game I played. I was obsessed with Mario Maker and when I when it was announced for Switch, I was like, this is going to be it. I have put, I put like 40 hours into it and most of that was me going, let's start building a level and then me getting bored and going, I hate this. And it, one of the biggest things was that game was tailor-made for a game for like a a touch screen, and because and even though the Switch does have a touch screen, not everyone has a I, stylus. I forget, so, I forget that
0: the Switch actually yes. does like like it is a touch screen for some stuff.
1: It's not like a featured uh, aspect of it. It's a here. It's it's part of it, but it's not something we promote a ton. And I bought a stylus specifically for playing Mario Maker or using the touchscreen, and it just is not as intuitive. And that's part of it, too, is it's much clunkier to control. As much awesome stuff as they added to Mario Maker 2, as much cool stuff as there is, as much as it sort of opens up, it was basically a wish list of things that people wanted in the first Mario Maker that never came. And I just can't get into it. And a lot of it has to do with just how clunky it is. And a lot of it, too, has to do with I just can't. I'm like, I made so many levels, and I spent so much time in the first one. I'm like, you know, am I having a good time? Am I able to even come up with any ideas? I no, really haven't been able to, but uh, it's one of those things where, like, those are, those are two examples of games that got sequels, and as much as they added on their Switch sequels, I still have a lot of things I like about the the, uh, the original ones on the Switch, or on the Wii U, because of how the Wii U was made that I like them better.
0: So on the note of how it was made, so the Wii U, and, okay, so this, this is the weird thing. This, this is, like, the thing that, like, makes my head kind of... Go a little. When I think about it, is you have the game pad, you have the console, yes. yep. and now with the Switch, you have the you you have the game pad, and then you have just the docking station. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like the concept, like, was there for something revolutionary, but it didn't yeah. happen yet. Yeah, and it's weird because it's one of those things that I'm glad Nintendo pushed forward because they got something out of it that was I believe groundbreaking enough to be I I I I think the Switch is amazing. I think it is an amazing console. I think it is something that has redefined how Nintendo will do th- as is doing their consoles.
1: But if and you- honestly honestly not even just mm-hmm. Nintendo, I think you're going to start seeing Sony and Microsoft try to adopt something. I mean, I know before the Switch was even a concept or a, a, a public concept what was the thing you could do the cross play where you could play some games on like PS 3 and PSP wasn't that it or was it PS Vita oh you, where you mean where, like...
0: where you could sit there and have your PS, PlayStation Vita up and you're able to play the game your consoles on but you're actually playing it on your Vita you know, on the go yeah yeah, yeah. you could I mean, do I that was... as long as you're within an internet connection and Oof, it had right. to be a good it... one it had to be a yeah. real good one uh, they also have a thing for the computer now and for your phone. It's an app you can download where you can actually play it through that, too.
1: Right. And I mean, that's that that has been around longer, but I think the, the fact that it's all one thing and it's like you pop it in and you're on TV, you pop it out and you're on the go. The fact yeah. that it's all self-contained and you don't have to be online or you don't have to have like a second set of hardware mm-hmm. with a good internet connection. Like you're right. And I think that's something that both Sony and Microsoft are going to try to do somehow going forward like whether it's through a phone like you're saying whether it's through an app or what or you know i i, I re- and i think there have been patents even released because of and I mean, oh i, I deleted it i was different. about
0: to say i i used to have it on my computer but it was one of those things where it just wasn't worth it for me because i was like yeah i just want to just go play it in the other
1: room then at this rate but ex- exactly no i mean i think i think microsoft is going to try to get off of, you know get into this concept Because of their their whole thing saying like they kind of want Game Pass to be on every single available platform possible, and then Sony's gonna—I think there was a patent where they basically showed something that looked very much like a Switch, and I'm like, oh, I could totally see there being some accessory or whatever for the PSP or for the PS4 that lets you, you know, play a game, and then you have this accessory that can download the game temporarily and you can play it on the go, but that would require a different set of hardware or whatever. So I think it's I think they're going to try to do it but I think they've seen that there is because I, I think there are there even where I said that there are a few people who kind of got back into nintendo into Nintendo with the Wii U like Stu. There are people I know. I know a lot of people who got back into gaming because of the Switch. Like I know people who I I have a huge friends list on my Switch and it is a mixture of people I knew growing up, people I went to college with. Uh, people people I who host podcasts with uh, people, people that I that I record and and listen to and discuss podcasting with, because uh, and they were not Nintendo gamers for a long time, but it is a good mix of people who I would never have thought would be gamers, but they are because of the Switch. And I think yes, I I kind of hijacked what you were saying because I think they've reached out to a bunch of people. So go on. I I'm oh sorry. no 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 no, 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 no like It's like just minutes and minutes ago. I,
0: I wanted to bring up the thing about the gamepad because it's something that. I think once again nintendo was a little bit ahead of their time with this with the concept but they refined it and it's something that i'm glad they 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 kept going i'm glad they didn't go we messed up let's let's refocus on motion controls or something like that because yes the switch has motion controls yes the wii u had motion controls but it's not the focus anymore it's something that's a feature that can be done which i think yeah the wii was great but I think motion controls kind of settled into this. It's a cool feature, but not a essential to gameplay thing, which I think right. is a good spot for them to sit at with it. But like I said, it's, it's just, it's so weird now, like with the, with the power of retrospect to look back and be like, the Wii U had something that now it's like, because I don't think mobile phones and stuff really killed um, handheld gaming. I think Nintendo no. redefined handheld gaming, and technically, because who was really in handheld gaming anymore? I mean, yes, there it's is candy, the right. it's, Vita. It's
1: Candy Crush and it's Pokemon Go. Yes, yeah. and, and but those games are usually free, mm. or they, because of the platform they are on. Like Pokemon Go would not work even on a portable console because you need that constant cellular Connect. connection. Yep. Yep. Um. It's it is meant for something like cellular. Candy Crush. It's the kind of game you can pop open and play for a few minutes while you're in a waiting room, or you're waiting for a movie to start, or something like that. And, you, and yes, there are tons of games available of all different genres, but they're usually free. They're usually crap. They're usually something you download, you play a few times, and then both It sits on your phone. Right. Exactly. I I was looking through. I have a games folder on my phone, and I'm sitting there going. I don't even remember what this is or why I, downloaded. I do
0: too let me see what's in there real quick
1: yeah and i'm just like and but then i don't delete it and i'm like oh i'm sure i'll, I'll it'll be good to have it i'm like well, no it won't be because i if i find myself in a waiting room or something i'm usually browsing twitter or reddit or discord uh or i'm somewhere that i or if i'm on vacation or whatever i have now have my switch with me so i really do think going forward this will be what nintendo does i think they're a, a console now that it is set that standard i think that will be the standard for them is having the ability to play the game on your tv on the go or anything in between whatever that might be you know trans-dimensional whatever
0: and it sucks because i I mean yes the game boy the ds is is dead now because of this but you have something in its place that i think works perfectly what you but it's, but it's a an evolution
1: but divergent the, evolution
0: yeah because i was about to say at the same time i don't see a handheld working anymore like like a 100 percent handheld like i i mean yes i have a ds i'll play it every now and then uh we have a vita i don't think that thing's been charged in six months and we have a few games for it and everything it's just it, that the handheld thing is something that's very particular and the switch nailed it and the premise of it was started with the wii u so that's why i find it very amazing that even though this wasn't their most popular system, and it was a huge misstep for them, it, yeah. it was a step that they immediately got right back on course with with the next console. And yep. in my mind, really solidified their whole, we're not playing the console war game. We are doing our own thing, and we're going to win because we're doing our own thing. And that's, I think, yeah. Nintendo's thing for a long time. Um, another thing, now, 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 now for me to praise them again real quick, the Amiibos started yeah. with the Wii u it did and it did. it's one of those things that it came it came near the end of this whole toy game revolution that was happening. We just got done with the with the uh, music revolution of you have to buy 50 new guitars for this new game and everything, right. which, by the way, if, if you want a good discussion sometime I think that would be a great what happened to the I music would gaming love genre love
1: to talk, yes, let's, 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 let's put a pin in that because I would love to uh, do an episode on that,
0: because it, just a quick thing, I mean we could definitely go into it in that episode, it murdered itself it killed yes. itself on the stage but that's a that is conversation for another day uh, we, yeah. we moved into the, the whole toy gaming thing, Skylanders uh, okay, let, let me just put it this way Skylanders, Skylanders and that Disney thing that no one played
1: um, and Lego Dimensions oh right, I, for, I keep
0: forgetting about Lego Dimensions, I'm a big <laughs> yeah, Lego <me> fan <laughs> and it's it's funny because like the, like that kind of killed itself too but in a different way, but then you also had Nintendo going hey, we're going to do these is there a game yeah. for it? no what is it for? Was, it's just the just just buy them, whatever. We don't everyone
1: care. Everyone, everyone, always said Nintendo is shooting themselves in the foot by not releasing an amiibo specific game. And you know what? I think it's the exact opposite because whereas these other things are needed to play these games, the the amiibo are
0: additions,
1: statue. These little statues, little figurines of. Some, I mean, yes, you've got your Mario's and stuff that have a million pieces of merchandise out there, but you have like nests. You have Duck Hunt and the, the Duck Hunt Dog and, and, and Duck. Those are those are characters from games that do not ever get merchandise. Yep. And it's like it's it's a really cool way to be like, hey, I have this piece of memorabilia for a character slash game series that I like that doesn't get much. If you want to put it on a shelf, it looks cool. It shows your love for it, Earthbound or whatever. In the meantime, though, if there is a game that can use it. That's another. That's just an added incentive. And even then, the stuff that was locked behind it was either purely cosmetic or it was something you could eventually unlock through some other method or get access to at a later point in the game or whatever. It was never like, oh, you can't play this game without this. Or, oh, you scanned in that amiibo. Oh, cool, you get the best weapon in the game or something like that. Yeah. That was never the case.
0: Um, I think the with the Diablo uh, loot demon... I think there's an item. Someone was telling me that there's an item or something you can get to where you can actually go to that same realm. Yeah. It's just we're able to do it quicker and easier because we have the amiibo. It's right. And it, it it's it's such a dumb concept and it's so stupid. But yet it's something that I will sit there and I will buy amiibos. Yep. And 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 it's it's just fun because I mean yeah they they sit on the shelf. It's very really cool. Uh, my our, our daughter, uh, me, me and Ali's daughters love playing with them. Like yeah. like to where they'll grab them and bring them over, and when we're not like in the process of using them, like they'll 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 sit there and play with them like toys, yeah. and everything too, and whatnot. And it's just such this. It's something that it came once again. Nintendo did something that everyone was like, oh, this is this this is done. This isn't a thing anymore. And it's something to where those still sell out. Like you basically, if there's a new one coming out you better get it when it's there because sometimes you won't ever see them again. Cause they do such a limited release of them too.
1: Yeah. And it's, and they've gotten better. But I'm, God, I remember Amiibo hunting when, when they first hit, that was like websites were crashing because mm-hmm. people were trying to get freaking Charizard or Ness or the villager. Whereas now it's sort of like open pre-orders. Like the other day, I guess it was maybe a week or two ago, I saw some posts uh, on Facebook from another group I met, and it was like, hey, the Joker Amiibo is available, and it was from four hours before, but I went to Best Buy's website. Not only was I able to still get it, I was like, huh, I wonder if the Hero Amiibo is available, and sure enough, the same day, the Hero Amiibo had gone up, and I was able to pre-order that as well. No issues whatsoever. That would have been, if I had seen that a minute after it had been posted a few years back, I wouldn't have gotten either one much less four hours later, and now it's, but but yes, it was like, it was a craze, it was nuts, it was a crazy thing to think about people going after, you never saw that with Skylanders, you never saw that with Lego Dimension.
0: You you, you <laughs> saw it with Skylanders, like, when they first came out, because I remember working at GameStop and having, I was like. I say,
1: you might have a little more pulse yeah. on finger on the pulse on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we have a ton in a box somewhere, but, um. No, I mean, they're, they're one of those things that, that now it's like these things are completely worthless because we don't play the game, whereas the Amiibos are like, oh, you, you never know when there's going to be a game that's going to pop up that's going to use them. Right. Again.
1: Exactly. Like, it was. it's fun. Like, in a game where it's like, oh, you scanned in an Amiibo it's cool here's like here's your item for the day or oh it can do this cool thing for a day or whatever like that's always a yeah. or animal crossing i'm in the middle of playing animal crossing right now and um which, shocking if you didn't know dear try. i've been playing animal crossing we haven't mentioned almost every episode in the past <laughs> five months uh, yeah. so actually i just let my first uh couple villagers of my original 10 go and I needed some of the different personality types, and I didn't have a grumpy I didn't have a grumpy type villager. So I was looking through my stack of amiibo cards and I have Gaston, the grumpy, the grumpy bunny rabbit. And so I invited him to my island three days in a row, and he's now tomorrow. He will be a resident on my island, which is very cool. But it's not a necessary thing. Like I could have gone through other means to try and get him somewhere or another. But it was a cool thing to be able to do that and to even say that I have this card of this random one of, like, 300 and some villagers. All right, so, crazy.
0: so 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 two things real quick. So so this is being recorded on um, August 2nd. And I know that there's new stuff for, for Animal Crossing. But I was like, ah, are me and Eric going to talk about it? I'm like, nah, I won't bring it up. I'm like, Ellie's not going to be on this episode, so I'm not going to bring it up. And I'm sure he's burnt out on playing it and everything. And lo and behold, we still get there. And not only do we get there by still talking about Animal Crossing... Eric is over here talking about 4D chess level animal crossing of having to get characters with different emotions or something. I'm like, I don't even know where this is. I'm just happy to keep the people that are on my Island on there. I didn't know. Uh, once again, this goes beyond my knowledge of animal crossing. So I I'm sure that, that when Ellie comes on, we, we, you, you can blow mine in her mind with, with what that means for a later episode. But but well, for now, I just so want to.
1: Yeah, and Ellie even still gets involved with this because you and I were talking. See, uh, one of my villagers is moving out, so yeah. it's going to move to her island. She wants yes. it, so we got to get that. we gotta get yeah, that we, after the record.
0: we will. We will do that after the record, definitely, and everything. <laughs> but um, but but yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where he just Eric just said a ton of stuff that made me just go, "Do what now? Yes, I, I, are we Pokemon playing the same types, game?" But
1: there are villager types. Oh my
0: gosh, this this is slowly turning into. I like Pokemon. I caught all three hundred and. or or all whatever number there is i feel good about what i feel good about what i did eric's saying there there you go it's
1: (laughs) coverage with your moves
0: see here here's the thing i love games to a certain extent and there's always a bit beyond that i find out about and i'm like wait what and this is one of those moments where i went with animal crossing and did the wait what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so no but i mean this, this this is something that that came from from the wii u it was something that like i remember uh working and once again i was at best buy when these came out and i remember people like and i wish i had the foresight to be like just buy them i know you don't have no thing but just buy them trust me because there were so many times i've held ones or seen ones that like i have not seen since everything
1: you know you know it's a hard one to get the smash mario i never got the smash brothers mario one where he's got like the fireball oh i i held it i held it i was one that was everywhere for like a year you can see it i just never got it i'm like i'll get it someday and now it's like they were once they started kind of getting rid of inventory you couldn't find it. You can't find it. I haven't seen it in years now, and I'm always kicking myself going, this one that I held and brushed past a million times looking for Meta Knight or Little Mac, it's like, now it's like, you don't, you don't see them anymore.
0: I, and, and and like I said, it's just weird, because I mean, working where I did, it's like, I had, I had a lot of ability to come into contact with this stuff, and it's like, oh man, I could have just bought it when I was there, and it's like, I never did. Now I'm like kicking myself, because it's like, why didn't you just buy it just to do it? You stared at him so many times, but, oh, well, I mean, if, if, if I could go back and tell past me stuff, I think I'd tell him a few other things instead of that first. But it, it, most of those things would, of course, be who's going to be on the Smash Pass, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, we I, actually, have we discussed that? We, I don't think we have discussed that, so we will say that for the end. Of of the, the most recent rumor of who's next in the Fighter Pass. Yes. But, um I, I, don't, I don't know if you, you had anything else for the Wii U of its failings or its um things, but oh. I just I thought this would be an interesting discussion, and it has been because it's a very enlightening thing to discuss.
1: Yeah, I mean, we really did kind of hit on everything. It's just, I mean, to kind of summarize it all, it, it was marketed wrong. It was not, it, people were very confused by what it actually was. It had some great games on it. It just didn't have a huge install base to mm-hmm. get those games out. What it got right about the Wii U and what they learned from their mistakes with the Wii U is what led directly to the Switch, which has been just a massive success for Nintendo. And I think we're sitting... Despite the fact that this has been a slow year, but there are circumstances causing that. I think they're mm-hmm. in a good place. And it was one of those stumbles that you they, they had to take to learn from to get to the good position that they're currently in as of this recording.
0: And and as for third party support and stuff like that, it's got it in spades now.
1: Yeah, I uh, mean, any really other than their own legacy content, the Switch has great original games. It's got mm-hmm. ports of some of the newer games. It's got great third party support. It's an indie fans dream system it has mm-hmm. some of the best indies everywhere uh from from gaming from currently and in you know the past 10 years or so that indie gaming's really been a thing um it's got it does have access to older content a lot of companies are putting out their own like there's, there's sega collections there's Mega Man collections square enix has put out some collections of, of games uh there are i mean you can get the, the three the three ps1 Final Fantasies, that little trilogy 7, 8, and 9, that you could not. I mean, you can really get 7 through 12 on the Switch. You can't get 10 or 11 because that's an MMO, but you can get all of those games that were really tied to the play, you know, in the minds of people to the PlayStation. You can get those on Switch now. Like, you have access to a lot of different kinds of content. There's content for casual gamers. There's a lot of party games and compilations and stuff like that. There's fitness gaming. There is a lot of stuff that has pulled what worked from the the Wii and the Wii U and the 3DS and the DS era all in one package. And it kind of took the failings and successes from those things to really kind of get to this this point.
0: Well, I mean, just just looking at a few games, just real quick, uh, Shovel Knight has exclusive stuff for the Switch. And and that's and, and that and that's the other thing I think that makes it interesting is like a lot of these games have ex have like content and stuff that's a little different, even mm-hmm. though they're coming out later. Like uh, Skyrim, which as we've established I think before is released for everything, has amiibo support. Um, yep. I, I I know The Witcher doesn't, but you're getting the complete edition with that and everything, and it's portable and everything. Um, actually, here's another one we we talked about earlier. Um, Diablo, three, has amiibo support has additional Mm -hmm. content through that and everything and that's something i would have never thought of back in the day because because nintendo was always very hard to get the exclusives i mean to to get third-party stuff on and to get that support and now it's like they have it but they have it in a weird way to where they're getting additional content even for their stuff
1: I mean, I think about something like Cadence of Hyrule, which yeah. is a Zelda spin off game made by an indie development studio. Like, that would have, I feel like, been unheard of even just a generation or so ago. Mm-hmm. And now it's like this indie studio that had a really good game come out, kind of approached Nintendo with this idea. And Nintendo, I think it was maybe an idea for DLC yeah, for the original... Um, curse of the Dancer, and then all of a sudden it was like nintendo was like hey how about you make a whole game uh set in hyrule and isn't there and um everything? isn't there DLC? dlc coming up yep
0: yep so it's it has come full circle and everything and i mean yep. there, there's there's games that are getting re-released and stuff like that like i've i've been vaguely looking at borderlands getting it again because i'm like oh well we could yeah. you know if a few people from our group got it we could all play together and everything and it's something i
1: i i just playing yeah, you're right. There's that. I have not played those games, and they always look like a ton of fun. Oh, they and I'm are. like I kind of would love to play those. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with you bought it. And I know you haven't. You haven't logged on with us, but a bunch of people recently got Monster 100 Generations Ultimate. I, I keep playing a, when you that, guys aren't. <laughs> yeah, that was a 3DS game that got released. Uh, it kind of got upres, but it, you, when you played it, it, you can tell it's a 3DS game with oh, yeah. really, really, really good textures on it. I just thought uh, it was a
0: GameCube game, to be honest. Like I did not know its, its origin, hard. so thank you. Yeah, for, so it a, it I know a, stuff. Yeah, it was,
1: a, it was a 3DS game. So you have stuff like that where it's sort of like games from different platforms and generations are getting a new lease on life. Mm-hmm. And because of getting a new audience, maybe getting a bit of a boost here or maybe just sort of an extra thing here. Are there yeah it's it's this it is this machine that has access to so much content and i'm really and i know we keep bringing this up but i really want whether it's the new nintendo switch online upgrade this year it comes with n64 yeah where they release start releasing some uh, compilations or if they're like it's too much to port these but we are you include with the subscription but we'll include them as part of you can download them like as a virtual console thing. Like I would love to have more a- more access to some of these GameCube games. I know with with uh, Paper Mario: The Origami King having recently come out, people have been talking a lot about how Thousand Year Door, which a lot of people consider to be the best in the entire Paper Mario series, that is locked on the GameCube. It has never gotten a. It didn't get like a Wii re release. It didn't. It has never been ported. It has never been HD up-res. Like that is a game that I. It's a fantastic game, and I think you can't get it now like it's hard to get it's an expensive game it's hard to get i fortunately have a copy of it but people are like i want to play this game and i'm either spending a fortune or i just i I can't play it i i want them to do to re-release it on switch i think it'd be a great thing ultimately i'm thinking i'm saying is like if they could get that past that hurdle of getting their legacy their own legacy content on there like that would for there that would just make it like boom greatest thing ever I mean, I already think it is, but I think for some people, that would just put it up at that level.
0: Well, we'll, we'll see where it goes in the future, but like I said, I just want to have this conversation, because I know we've brought it up on, on other episodes about like making wisecracks about the Wii U and everything, and I wanted sure. to have an episode kind of, one, explaining where our jokes are coming from with that, but I think this is an interesting topic to bring up every now and then of where stuff went wrong, because I think with a lot of these, we can look at the positives that came out of it. Sure. Uh, with the music one, I think the only positive is um, there's not a ton of random plastic guitars sitting around everyone's house now. <laughs> Very but, true. But you know what? That's a conversation for a different day. A uh, conversation Absolutely. for today is we've got a few quick uh, uh, updates, I guess, to give real quick. Uh, first one is there is a rumor going around that the fi- that GameStop in its all of its infinite wisdom has revealed the fighter's pass the next character for fighter's pass eric on a scale of one to ten how believable is gino for the fighter's pass and if Uh, this is true you did call this at one point i think i don't remember what episode
1: we and we've talked about this too uh gino has sakurai himself has said since back in brawl he wanted to try and get gino in but just due to various constraints wasn't able to he's been a big fan desire he got a costume in smash four there had been a there was a GameStop video that said fans went wild after re, after the reveal of Gino and Smash, but they didn't show any footage of it. People were like, "Where are they getting this from?" Because people, yeah, they thought it was really cool. He was a spirit, but yeah, there was no real like going nuts. Where are they getting this from? And they've since pulled this video down. Mm-hmm. So people aren't sure where this is coming from. If it was a mistake, if this was someone who just wasn't aware of what they were saying or just reading off of a script, but it's one of those things where like. I, I, as a big, as Super Mario RPG, with that being my first RPG ever, and me being a big fan of it, I think Gino would be super cool. It would he would mean a lot to the, I think the typical casual Nintendo fan, but I think the hardcore Nintendo fan would realize the importance of Gino to Nintendo's sort of greater pantheon. To fans of RPGs, that kind of stuff like that, I think they would and see how important Gino is to Sakurai himself. I think that would be a likely thing. That said, it would also be like, I can see a lot of people being mad. I mean, one of our our friends who we smashed <laughs> with on Friday nights, he went off the other night when he, was, he was like, man, I don't f- see that stupid doll, man. What a stupid character. Blah, blah, blah. I think there are a lot of people out there who would be like that too. <laughs> so I think I don't. I know Caleb. Uh, girl shut up to Caleb. I know he is not alone in that. I've seen people online express very similar sentiments to that. Uh, so I, I think that I think he's got a good choice personally. I really think he does. I think Smash for our Smash Ultimate has been all about, hey, let's get these dream characters in. We got it's really sort of a quartet that everyone has always said would be sort of impossible or pipe dreams uh, are Gino, Ridley, K Rule, Banjo kazooie And we got three of those four. I think Geno's coming in this last part of the Spire's Pass. When he's coming, I don't know. We could we could know tomorrow. This time tomorrow, we could know it could, or we yep. might know months yep. or even you know a year from now. We're still waiting. I don't know. I think he's coming.
0: Also, another thing I've i realized, um, as somebody who plays the uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, still no like they released Goku, and we're still waiting for who's next. Sorry, yep. Ultra Instinct Goku. I know you got to narrow yes. it down with that. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm interested to see where that goes. I think uh, Master. I think the list was Master Roshi, Majin Vegeta.
1: <sighs> I saw Ribriani in there.
0: Yeah, I was about to say it's a it's a few it random ones. That,
1: yeah, it was someone else. That, it was it was very um very uh Dragon Ball super focused.
0: Yeah, but 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 I I would I would love a Majin Vegeta, even though that would give us like four or five Vegetas. But Master Roshi would be awesome. I think Master yeah, Roshi would I think be so cool. Too. But we'll see what happens with that. Like I said, they've been eerily quiet over there on that front. And I, I have the past for that, so I am I am sitting here patiently waiting to see what happens next. <laughs> and to get, I don't know what other Goku they could do, but they could find another Goku to do. They'll so find I, one, they'll
1: find one. It'll be like Goku having the heart disease or whatever. Yeah,
0: it's just him sitting on the ground screaming and you slowly lose health. Oh, I, I, I love this character. Um, So the <laughs> the other thing I, I would like to do real quick is... um. So, August first is coming. Gone. The Lego Super NES. I mean, the 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 Lego NES. Yes. Were you able to get one? I was. You were. All right. Yes. Were you? I ah, do do a few different things going on. I was like, I I I'm gonna sit on my hands on this one for a little bit because I'm like, this is something I think will be so available. And everything so i'm going to sit on my hands but at least we have somebody on the podcast getting it and the reason yes. i say someone and not ellie getting it is because um we decided to jump on the mario lego boat instead uh, and i will tell you what having me playing with it is fun seeing our kids play with it is something completely different and amazing yeah and awesome. it is cool. something it, it's so cool like it's one of the like the 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 little Mario's very really cool because like if you lay him down he'll go to sleep if you hop him around he'll make the different sound effects and stuff and it's 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 really fun and really cool and it's got the whole you know it scans stuff as it's set on it so it does different reactions and when yeah. you're like jumping on Bowser Jr. you have to hit him like three or four times or whatever it is to actually defeat him and whatnot because when you when you land on him it scans him. So it's it, it's it's really cool and everything. And like I said, I, I'm excited to um to, to see this the, the the Legos uh Nintendo. I keep wanting to say Super Nintendo. I, I I said it is something that is definitely on my radar. It's just we decide to go with this first for the time yeah, being. Yeah,
1: no midnight we were we were on our usual Friday night smash chat on Discord and a lot of people were yeah. wanting to buy it. It wasn't just like me, it was like there was like four or five of us on there who were getting ready in about 10 till we, we all kind of were gathered around our computers waiting to go. And uh, uh, a few minutes before midnight and someone was like, Oh, this up. And so we were able to get our orders in and apparently the Lego site did go down because it was like, okay, you get crazy Lego fans, you get crazy Nintendo fans, mm-hmm. you get that, you get those two fandoms together and it's just going to amp up the, the craziness. So the site did go down. However, everyone's things went through. I got my order confirmation. It hasn't shipped yet, but I got my order confirmation uh, it's going through and I actually went to the Lego website just, it was like an hour or so before we started recording. Cause I was like, uh, I wanted to go look at something. Oh, I got my email saying that my VI, cause I, that was the first thing I ever ordered from their website. Yeah. And I got the thing saying, Oh, like your, v- your VIP status is up and I was going to see, but it was all right, but it wasn't quite loaded up. But anyway, I went to the page and it still said like, if I wanted to, I could order the NES. So it's still there. So I think okay. they either. So I think that it's not one of those things that immediately like, oh, we made X amount and that's all that's going to be available. I, I don't know if they're doing open pre-orders or if they're just, they have enough in stock or if the price was maybe a deterrent for some people. Cause it's one thing to buy a $15 a it's another thing to drop 230 bucks on, uh, on a Lego set. So I think that you're still good for yeah. now, whether you want to go for it now or a little bit from now, I think it will be good.
0: So on, on that side note, I am on the website right now temporarily out of stock. So, so there, there's your update. Like, like I said, it's one of those things. I'm like, I feel like this will be around, and I know I'm going to be kicking myself later, but it, it, it was the price point. It was one of those things where I'm like, ah, ah, I got other stuff I need to kind of get in line right now,
1: and, sure, and, and, sure,
0: and I wasn't really putting money aside for this ahead of time, so I was like, ah. My whole it thing around. is really
1: it, since, since uh, all of this stuff since the fall. I mean, really haven't bought <laughs> that much. Like, I feel like I probably would have skipped over this had it been. In normal times, I would have probably been like, I really want this, but I really, other than groceries and bills and maybe a couple games here and there, I really haven't spent a ton of money, so I was like, you know what, I actually have a little bit that I think I can spare right now, I think I'm good, like, this is a lot more, I mean, I, I think I even said this before on the on the podcast we were talking about it. I didn't even spend the 200 bucks on the Simpsons house, yeah. Lego house, yeah. but this, I was like, you know what, I really think this is a cool thing that Seems like it would be a cool thing to have displayed somewhere. So I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to bite the bullet. And I'm looking forward to it whenever I get it, sitting down and, and building it. Yes.
0: I mean, like, like I said, there, I, there could be an episode in a week or two um, coming up to where I'm going to be like, hey, we ordered it. Or, it's on the way and everything. It's just as of right now with the release, it was this and the Mario stuff. And we felt the Mario stuff was something to not that it's going to yeah. be unavailable. It's just that, that that was kind of something that we thought was a better thing to go with at the moment so sure who knows plus uh we don't have a place to put it right now we are still working on reorganizing the uh, the soon-to-be office recording area which will display a lot of the legos so the uh, if, if anyone wants the update on where the castle is at the moment it is still sitting there in its box it has not <laughs> been taken out and proceeded to be built but there but we have built plenty of cool little little uh stuff for Oh man, there is an exclusive set only available on the site. Ooh, better tell you about that. Um, But no, um, we've we've been building a lot of courses for Little Mario to run through, so so that is definitely exciting. But um, Anyways, we will of course be back next week with with more nerdy content and everything. So Eric, where can people find more from you if they want to hear more from you?
1: You can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlogberg. Oh yeah.
0: And, of course, if you want to uh, go to our Audible link, you can go to www.audibletrial.com slash zingness. Go check that out. Um, I I listen to way too much stuff on Audible. I highly recommend it and everything uh if you want something that kind of talks about it, if you want if you want to know what went wrong with sega and nintendo there is a uh book called the console wars which is really interesting i would highly recommend it uh that might be a topic one day on here of what uh, I, I as we said what went wrong with sega and what went wrong with the dreamcast that could be something we could talk about but that would definitely be something to check out everything to give both sides that perspective uh of course you can find this wherever you find popular and in cool podcast and we will see you guys next week with more nerdy topics Bye. Bye.